and welcome to IRL Pod, the most relatable podcast in the entire world. I'm your host Brady and each and every episode we're going to sit down with a guest who I think is living an interesting real life. That's how you doing? Good. Very good, man. Yeah. My favorite thing about this is when I throw that at people after talking to them for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. It really <laughs> caught me off guard. Yeah, I can see. I just almost dropped my beer. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Stacey and Josh, um, this is actually kind of a treat for me because I've had a lot of people on who I've known for a while, but no one I've known as long as both of you, which is really, really cool. So, I have Thanks, a little man. bit of historical knowledge here which is a bit of fun times have Um, changed over those times yeah but you both know me too so it is quite dangerous waters (laughs) (laughs) might flip it back on you yeah so stacy you are a hairdresser yes for 15 years a model as well yeah yeah (laughs) Um, would, do you, do you use the phrase alternate model? Is that a thing? Yeah, it used yeah. to be. Yeah. Cause it's like, you've got tattoos and fun yeah. colored hair and piercings and all that sort but of stuff. But now it's so. a bit more mainstream. I don't think that it's as alternative anymore. Cause like everybody is doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tattoos have become much more accepted. So I think that's yeah. sort of changed over time. And Josh, you're a musician. Yes. And what you played around the Highlands for years in the band Entropy, Entropy, renamed Entropy within yes. down a time, and now you have your own thing, which is your phonetically said last Phonetically name. correct surname, Mayevsky. Yeah. Yes. Mayevsky. Cool. And you're at Sparky in the daytime, which also makes you our first tradie, which is cool <laughs> <Excellent>. as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could embarrass you all by going like full in depth about how you are probably the most creative couple I've ever seen and your world's collided very lovely. Yes. Um, but like you've done artistic stuff every time I've talked with you, I'm always left being like, geez, how, how much do you come up with in that brain? Yeah. And Stacey watching the hair colors you do, you've done crazy things to my hair yes, as well, which we has been sure have. fun over the years. We've done every color imaginable. I've seen you super Saiyan a few times. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> White, time. blue, uh, all sorts of different colors. Yeah. We chemically straightened it once say, as we well. We chemically straightened it and it stunk so it bad. It was so bad. So, um, and all anyone has to do is just have a look at your Instagram feed. Both of your projects or all, all of them will be tagged in our show notes, by the way. Cool. So all yeah. anyone has Sweet. to do is have a look at it and just see what we're talking about. You do rainbow unicorn hair. Yes. Stuff, <laughs> like yeah. And normal stuff too. Yeah. 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 And it's really, really cool. So it's, it's such a pleasure to have you both on. Thanks. Thank you very much. It's I'm, a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I can't believe you think that I'm entertaining enough to talk to. We're just hanging out at Brady's house. I've yeah. been doing it for 15 years. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to have it on a record. Yeah. yeah. We are friends. Yes. Um, actually, the funny thing about that is because you have a, like a solid following on Instagram. Yeah. Every now and again, it comes up in my life where someone's like, oh, you know her? I'm like, yeah, it's just Stacey. Yeah. Like, it's, and they're like... Oh, she's like, I'm like, it's just Stacey. Yeah, like, it's, it's chill. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Funny, <laughs> awkward little Stacey. Know, yeah, I know. Girl. Like, what? I'm like, not even anything. I think because of the stories you do, and they're always like really funny and entertaining. Yeah. I think people think you're like outrageously outgoing. And I'm so awkward. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But the, the, the real embarrassing part of that for me is. Um, speaking to Josh uh, about how you guys got together and how he thought he was being catfished by your photos. Yeah, my, I thought it was a bot for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's my <laughs> alter ego. I'm, that's not me. So you're kind of getting catfished. Yeah, but, like, it, but it, is, it is exactly 
Stacey, looks wise. There was no tricks there. There was no tricks there. There was no filters, but yes, she's just the most lovely, sweet thing ever. The looks make it look like I'm someone I'm not. Intimidating. That's just the word. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the conversation. It was so good. You were like, I thought I was showing up to like either no one or a big fat dude. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. It was a much better outcome. And then I was like secretly. I didn't want him to know, but I was like, oh, I had a crush on him so hard in high school and now I'm going on a date with him and then he thought I was a catfish. And I was yeah. Like, and we yeah. had the cutest, most awkward first date ever. We were both so nervous. Yeah. Just sitting in this little vegan cafe. Yeah. <laughs> Very cute. And I was so happy when you guys got yeah. together because like having known you both for years and it was one of those things where I just suddenly was like, oh yeah, they, they, they would make perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really cute. I just, I don't know how we hadn't met earlier because we have all the same friends and all the same life path, but we were just like on the other side of the path from each other and it didn't cross. Yeah, for a long no. time. You're just not good enough at following bands around. No, but yeah. we like, we <laughs> both moved to the same town in Sydney. Oh, really? We both yeah. lived in Seven Hills. Yeah. We, I didn't actually We both bro- holidayed to Thailand at the, at the same, same time. time. It's real weird. Oh, and we never met. And we like, when we were born, we were living on the same street. Yeah. So the world was trying to have a go for you. Yeah, but we just had never worked. We we needed one extra thing. Ah, Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> you needed a spark. Yeah. We needed and I needed to accidentally I want to make this into the pun use show. Tinder. <laughs> yeah, cool. Awesome. All right. Well, why don't we delve into your guys' origin story? We've got a little bit there about your relationship origin, but um one of you can go first and tell us how you got into your passion and how that led you to where you're at today. Yep, Josh can go first. Oh, okay. He was born first, so his origin oh. started first. <laughs> she pulled the old man She card. did. Yeah. She does all the time. That's so it's rough. Okay. It's my favourite thing to do. She'll be 30 in not too long, and then we can have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you turn 60. I don't know, origins. So I guess origins artistically we should discuss. Yeah, yeah I mean, you can talk about your apprenticeship as an electrician if no, you like, God. but I think <laughs> no you're probably more interested. Yeah, I guess... Um, Mainly my origins with music and art particularly was my grandfather, Ken, was an amazing artist, drawer, leather artist, which I don't necessarily love these days, but I love (laughs) what he did. The craft was amazing and he taught that. Um, But other than that, my mum and dad have just always had really awesome taste in music. Dad loved Tool and Rage Against the Machine and System of Down. That's pretty cool. Which was just the best thing my, ever my dad liked elvis and my mum liked yeah. half brooks so yeah. i didn't get that fun <laughs> so it was bizarre. my parents had a shit taste and dad's dad's not like a mega rock lover but he just loved good music he could see something in it so we used to wash the car and always listen to anima by tool that was yeah. our thing together so that's so cool yes yeah, so that was probably the start and then i guess i wanted to play an instrument and the recorder just looked so cool the recorder yeah. Yeah. So was I'm that like, your first yeah. instrument at my little public school in Collarvale, i i started learning the recorder and then slowly became slowly the, drove the lead recordist i think lead that's the recordist. term of my primary school yeah and um <laughs> yeah so that that was my first musical thing i guess um and then guitar was just actually cool yeah. where recorder wasn't so yeah, yeah, at a certain I, age, that crossed over. Yeah, so yeah. I did that and slowly worked through little bands as a guitarist and then the singer quit oh. and I 
grabbed the mic and took over. And, and there's an important that. thing there, right? So I've only heard this secondhand, so you have yes. to help me out with yep. this. Uh, I know a lot of people who do despise being told, oh, you're so lucky, you're so talented. Yeah. Um, and I've heard this about you, but I've never actually asked you about it. Um, singing for you wasn't as natural as people thought no. from what I've heard. No, I think um, I'm a very nervous person. Actually, as soon as you specifically asked me a question, my voice has changed because yeah. I can feel my nerves <laughs> yeah. have kicked in. That's all right, man. Um, have another beer. You'll be fine. But no, I, I guess singing for me was more about lyrics and expression yeah. more than a, a gift of tone and, and, <laughs> and that makes sense as well because so. you, you alluded to it before but you're not just an artist in terms of your music you, yeah. you draw and have done yeah. sculpted and stuff so i've seen a few few of your projects over the years so it's always been a uh imagery creative thing lyrics is i used to draw something before i wrote the lyrics and i'd kind of write about the picture i'd drawn and i wow it was a, a bundled package of sorts but I guess just being a nervous person singing alone and writing a song was less confronting than talking about problems and yeah so that's it's my diary I guess yeah that's how I'd put it <laughs> yeah cool yeah and that must be eternally annoying when people want to ask you about something oh <laughs> uh, yeah it is a little bit I guess sometimes I try and plant cryptic messages in lyrics that I hope someone will ask about as well yeah and if they don't I I get bummed that no one's actually listening to my words. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. he sings so, secretly about weird stuff too. Really I, weird I stuff. have I like, heard some of these over the years. I, I remember you telling me a song you wrote about digging. Yes. Um, and just like some other bits and pieces. Like, like most random stuff. Yeah. And it sounds like really deep and meaningful. But it's You can like, tell them about Shiver if you like. He made a song about when you are about to get in the shower and you get goosebumps. That's fantastic. It's probably and my favourite feeling yeah. in the whole world is when you turn the shower on. And you're starkers. <laughs> and then I'm about to get in the shower and I go, nah, I really like this. So I'm I just, just sit stay. down for a while and just the hot steam and the cold room and I just sit there and have goosebumps for a while. It's like my favourite thing. I'm, the I'm song a sounds so deep. It sounds like <laughs> it's about something like really, really Well, deep. I mean, he's just made it sound somewhat deep. Like he's, yeah. he's got a shower goosebumps. But I'm telling you, the goosebumps are a deep emotion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like... The importance of this is not watered down. What, what about the uh, baby shark cover? <laughs> oh, that no, that was just straight that up. Has... That was just straight for hits. <laughs> I told him he needed to write songs for children. <laughs> yeah, the amount of love that has gotten, yeah. by the way. So I've I've shared a few people yeah. because I'm rude that way, um, and been like, check it out, and they hear like the first bit, which I think was the first one, "Come as You Are." Like, ah, uh, yeah, I think yeah. It was. So the first bit yeah. was like a Nirvana uh, mashup. Yes. And then it, it went through a bunch of songs and no one sees the next song coming. Yeah. It's so it's, good. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really fun. And, and I, love... just a, I guess just a thing to see, because people always talk about how easily songs blend into each other. Nothing's particularly different in the music world other than instrumentation and mixing. Yeah. So you can pretty much mash up anything if you try. I it's, loved it's... it. It was great. And I love the like two minute speech about how that's really meaningful. Oh, we did not love that. No, as soon I as I posted him. the speech, I was like, oh, that was 
That was very nah. long. Like, it goes for too long. People don't want to listen. They're bored before they get so to the song. So you could probably cut it up and, and have like the song and then that. But yeah. I loved it because yeah. I had the patience to sit through it because I know you. And I was like, where is he going? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the patience. Yeah. If there's 30 it's seconds the st- before the song, I'm already gone. Stacey's like I'm my marketing advisor. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're going to transition to TikTok real soon. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. That attention span. Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Well, I interrupted you a little bit, but so you were describing the way that sort of process for you as an outlet um, yeah and then you you sometimes draw before you and then write lyrics about the drawing and then yes. you make music about those lyrics yeah so uh, some of my lyrics are fictitious um but i place a character in a situation that i could imagine myself in and explore how i'd react yeah in that sometimes probably more often than not things i'd be scared to yeah. deal with. So I, I do it fictitiously to try and come up with a solution for those things externally, looking at someone else doing it. Because I don't deal with hard situations particularly well. So, <laughs> well, you, you but, get practice at it that way. Yeah, well, that's right. But I, And then rolling on from just being a muso, I just met the best people in the world. And mm-hmm. I just had great friends and fell into a scene and started wearing mad clothes and felt really cool and yeah and before then I didn't really have anything like that so it was just a, a whole community Had dreads, of it. black dreads yeah and yeah, you were really cool and you just didn't know yeah. it. see everyone says that I never felt particularly cool but <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah I remember the the contrast because when you're young you can't deal with this now that I'm yeah. older I recognize that people's crafts and images that they put out there and how they can be super comfortable in one thing isn't necessarily how yeah. they are all the time. Well, it is all a mask. But when I was younger, that sense. was not. But like yeah. when I first met you, I was like, what? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. there was like a bit of a, a, a paradox there. But for if me. people see oh. you as a cool person, you can hide behind that to some extent. Yeah. And as a teenager, that's outrageously yeah. helpful. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. Well, I won't cut you off, but I will ask Stacey so that you're not sitting there in silence. Oh, I'm just listening. That's okay. Um, and you do your own form of art, right? So like you yes. help people with their hair, but you've also st- stood behind a camera and done all sorts of stuff yes. with that. So run us through how any of that began because you were a very shy teenager. Yeah. I was so shy that I... St- started hairdressing at 14 and one of the ladies that I worked with told my dad she's never going to be a good hairdresser because she's too shy well lady I'm I'm really good now (laughs) on the record fuck you the best (laughs) fuck you lady (laughs) in your face but yeah so I was in high school I was 14 and I just got offered a job in a salon because my cousin already worked in one and everyone used to always tell me that oh, you should be a hairdresser, you're really good, like, naturally. And I was like, oh, I can't be a hairdresser, I have really ugly hair. Because I just thought that all hairdressers always have nice hair. I thought they were born with nice hair. Oh. And I have really curly, frizzy hair. And I was like, oh, I can't be a hairdresser. So that has nothing to do with... Why are all barbers bald? I know it's, a, like, a slight different because thing, right? Because guys are lazy and they don't have to maintain them. But have you noticed this? Yeah, <laughs> I noticed that too. Like, hairdressers all have lovely hair yeah. all the time. You aren't wrong about that at yeah. all. The barbers, like, they almost always seem to be bald. Yeah. That's balding. probably why and they're like, barbers, because they love hair, but they don't have any. <laughs> I love the simplicity of that. Yeah. <laughs> it never it's occurred to me. Just that. <laughs> probably because guys don't walk around being like, they have epic I love hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys want to get rid of hair. Women yeah. like to zhuzh it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, make it bigger. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's cool. But so yeah, yeah so that, sorry, I just no. totally cut you off that. So you had curly frizzy hair. Yeah, and everyone told me I should be a hairdresser, and I was like, oh, but it's ugly. But anyway, I did it. I was in year ten. I would do Tuesday afternoons, Thursday afternoons, and Saturdays. I would get paid five dollars an hour, kind of slave labor. But I <laughs> yeah. did it. It kind of is, yeah. Yeah, I did it for a year, and then. Ended up getting an apprenticeship. But in between there, um, I was like 14 and a half, nearly 16. I also went and studied makeup. There was something about everything about that world, hair, makeup, photography, that really intrigued me. I do really remember seeing a few me. of your shots earlier on of like yeah. the special effects makeups with like cuts yeah. and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. I just was trying to figure out what it was that was drawing me to that world. So I did it all instead. That's great. <laughs> but it was sort of all at the same time. I was doing makeup. I was working at a hairdresser's. My boyfriend at the time was a photographer. He was studying, so he needed to take photos of someone. So then I would do my hair and my makeup, and then he would take photos of me. That's convenient. One of my (laughs) other friends made clothing, so then she would make my clothes. I would wear them, and it was just – we were just all – so it just made sense. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And, yeah. and that's that's how – one of the good things about our area is when people could do come together like that. Yeah. yeah. Because it can be hard living in a small community, but those are the good things about it. Yeah. And like everyone's like, hey, I'm into this. And you're like, well, that will work well with my thing. 100%. Yeah. 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 No, that's really cool. But yeah, I just sort of wanted to do it all, so I did it all at once, which is how I always do everything. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit how you – Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's our, um, our, our common trait yeah. as friends as yeah. well is that we're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, one toe in, nah, hold on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Dive like, straight in. How much can we do? Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. Awesome, man. And uh, timeline-wise, where did I meet you there? Because I went to your TAFE when you were doing, and you cut a bit of my hair. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying so to work out when you did that. I think I was, so I did hairdressing for a few years before my apprenticeship because they wouldn't yep. offer me an apprenticeship because they were making more money. Because <laughs> they were making money off yeah. you anyway. <laughs> I was putting colors on and they were paying me $5 and charging people $180. Mm, so they were like, but if we put her on an <laughs> yeah, apprenticeship, I'm in the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah. then we got to pay her more. So it was hard to actually get an apprenticeship. They just wanted me to be an assistant. Well, you already had the skills yeah exactly why would we teach her and pay her more it was it was pretty tough um so I think I was 16 or 17 when I started going to TAFE which is when I got you to come so I could do fringe were you that young yeah I was so young jeez because well I mean that makes sense you're a little bit how old are you now I'm 29. Yeah, and I'm, I'll am i be 31 soon. So, yeah, that, that makes sense because I was about 19, 20. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And I had, like, this crazy frizzing. I think I have photos still somewhere of the day I was at TAFE and you were like, dig up, what do you do to your hair? Yeah. Because <laughs> you tried to, like, brush it and it was just like, I'll just stand up. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been the end of TAFE, actually, when I was nearly finishing. So it was yeah. probably, I think I was in... Yeah, 19. My dad was sick at the time and I was yeah. trying to finish TAFE. Yeah. Like, this is like the Life Hacks podcast now. If you need your haircut and you can't afford it, just go walk by a TAFE. Yeah, <laughs> they need people to do hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, I, but I actually remember being a little resistant because I was like growing it and I was like, no. And you were, yeah. I think the phrase you used, it's cool. 
it could be a bee's dick amount that I cut. Out. Yeah, that <laughs> would have been like... what I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't I, have to cut much. Like the I do size remember of a bee that phrase because yeah. we, we hadn't been friends all that long. And as you said, you can be a bit shy. And yeah. I'm, I'm very much not. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. so, like, trying to become friends in that dynamic can be a little challenging. So, yeah, I got that message and just laughed so hard. I was like, of course I'm going to come. <laughs> uh, and it was in Wollongong too. So, it was like an hour to yeah. get there. Took my little Excel. Yeah. Yeah, the oh one nice. with the sub in it that would shake the back window. Yeah. Good times. Probably yeah. listening to Entropy on the way down, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Like, very yeah. likely, because I took uh, a friend of mine that I used to play music with yep. down. Yeah. <laughs> I took Sean with me. Yeah. 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 So that was, that's quite funny. <laughs> cool. So then you finish your apprenticeship. What do you do after that? Um, I finished my apprenticeship and I changed salons because the salon that I worked at, I wasn't enjoying it. Then I worked there for a few years and there was just something that I wasn't loving about it. I loved doing hair, but I didn't really like being in the salon. So I thought I didn't want to be a hairdresser. Oh. So then I moved to Sydney and I worked at a hair and beauty supplier instead. And your modeling stuff was picking up pretty hard about then, wasn't at it? At the same time, Because social yeah. media started to grow. and Yeah, had... Instagram kind of just started then. Yeah. And so I was going from posting them on Facebook to Instagram and then people were reposting them because there wasn't a lot of tattooed models then or like alternative ones. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, that was getting busy and then I was changing my job completely. It was a lot going on. Mm, I do remember. (laughs) So in both at the same time, I can't even, yeah, so it would be like every weekend. I would work nine to five, Monday to Friday at the hair and beauty suppliers. Then on the weekends, I was going to the city and I was doing photo shoots and it was a lot. I was working We definitely had some lot. crazy stories from like good and bad photo shoots there. Oh, yes. Oh, there was times where I would like um, organize with a photographer and he was like, yeah, you got to come here, blah, blah, blah. And then I'd be like on the way and I like to let people know my timeline. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be about 10 minutes late because there's lots of traffic and I'm traveling a fair bit distance about like an hour and a half to get there and there was this one photographer and he just started abusing me because I was gonna be 10 minutes late and I pretty much just told him well fuck you then I'm not coming at all see you never (laughs) and I just turned I was like literally 10 minutes away and I just turned around and went home I'm like nah fuck you man yeah that's yeah good (laughs) it's great having that strength when you are somewhat introverted at that age that that was really good yeah awesome um Josh at this stage where were you out of curiosity, I'm trying to imagine. So what you guys were like two? Both up. Is that what we're talking about? I was about, about twenty Roughly, by now. Yeah, because yeah. I'm trying to line things 20. up with the pair of you because you're Solid. in the same interview. Yeah. Um, so I think about then you're pretty drunk with me and Rowan at the pub. <laughs> you would have been about twenty four, hey? No, so no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm bad. It's not that much if older. You were twenty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm. How old am I turning this year? Thirty three. See, I'm so old I don't even remember. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. No, you're probably that age. Gosh, I was. This is the problem. Because I spent so much time at the pub with you and Rowan, my, my, my memory is just wiped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but around then's when everything was changing. I, yeah. I was soon to become a dad. Not too yeah, no, I, I do remember. So we, we missed a tiny section there. So yeah. we've gone from you playing in bands in high school. Yeah. And expressing yourself that way. What happened straight after high school? So, I mean, I've always, um, I guess, gravitated towards bands... I, I like working with people creatively, but over the years I've realised that I have very clear visions of 
projects and and because I'm a multi instrumentalist, I get too involved in people's business accidentally, <laughs> trying to be helpful. But Recognizing it is important. Yeah, though. but it's it's hard for other people. Um, so I guess there was a as beautiful as my band history was. I've just always been a bit of a pain in the ass to anyone <laughs> I worked with because I I could just jump on and say, no, 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 not like that. And then I'd grab a guitar and be like, what do you think of this? And and then I was kind of taking people's limelight. And and I feel guilty about that, but also I can't turn that off. That's just, and that's my creative That's thing. okay though. Like, yeah. I think you might be overestimating because you are so into that and such a perfectionist with that sort of work. I think all band members do that to some degree. Yeah. Like I, I do remember like having messed around with people before and being like, Hey, can you do this? And it's worse if you're not multi-instrumental because yeah. you're just like talking another language. Like yeah. it's rubbish. So this, um, this particular muse is that always worked beautifully with that. Especially yeah. mine and Joel. Yeah. Joel's yeah. You two would be great. We were just, I was his little brother basically. And, yeah. And as much as I annoyed him most of the time, cause I just scab ciggies off him constantly and, <laughs> and crash his house and just live there basically. We just clicked on a musical level. Yeah. I, it's I just totally see that happening. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, Joel's a good mate as well. And yeah. just watching him over the years and you two together would just be. Ugh. Well, I learned drums off him. So yeah. whenever I took over, whatever I played, was basically him anyway. It's just an idea he hadn't yet thought of. So yeah. <laughs> there was never really a competition. It was just my brain was in a slightly different spot in his brain at that time. Mm. So <laughs> so it's cool like that. When you meet someone that you really click with musically, that's, that's, awesome. that's a good thing. Um, so around that age, so straight after school, you're playing in a few bands. You're playing in Entropy yeah, and uh, doing a little bit on your own. Yeah, so Entropy, I've always worked with a few other Highland musicians, James Williams, who's Mikey Williams' older yep. brother, and he was my guitar god through high school. So yep. <laughs> I've kind of stuck my nose in their business over the years. I've never been in a band with them, but they always had these projects that were always lacking a singer, and I'd be like, oh, here I accidentally recorded a whole vocal track over that <laughs> song you sent me. And I just, and then I'd, I'd accidentally totally jump into this project and then I'd bail at a point because I'm just a flake and, <laughs> and then I'd upset everyone. And it's, it's been my roller coaster forever, to be honest. I yep. want to work with everyone. I don't have the time. I do something that's really cool and get them all excited and then I vanish from their lives for a year. Tell <laughs> them about I, the other one you were going to do that you didn't do. Which one? The like really big one that would have been like life changing, but you're like, no, I'm too cool for that. Oh. Yeah, so you're too around. Cool for, yeah. What? No, so <laughs> this is so dumb. This is like a story about how he's such a good vocalist, but sometimes people just don't have a vocalist, and then he gets off with this mad thing. So when I was, I think oh, I yeah. must have been nineteen or twenty, mm. maybe twenty-one, studying at JMC Music Academy, and um, my teacher hit me up as a session vocalist for a project he was recording. This Croatian band and right. I was like this is random but yeah cool all right and he sent me some scratch tracks and some very poorly translated lyrics <laughs> from Croatian <laughs> director English and he said so the job is to make these words work oh, like dear. for an English person <laughs> so I it's not a perfect comparison but I watch a lot of anime yes and I've watched 
that sometimes for reasons beyond me, they will try and translate songs as well. Yes. It doesn't work. No. Yeah. It, it, it does. It, it does not. So it was basically a rewrite of the lyrics. I used all the words, but all of the in-between words and the order of words had to change. And so I did that for about five tracks and recorded <laughs> these really cheesy kind of 80s sounding rock tracks for this band right. from Croatia. And then, anyway, that came and went. I got paid about 100 bucks an hour to be in the studio, nice. which was yeah. the, like the best money I'd that, ever made. Well, you're a uni student yeah. at that stage, yeah. so that's yeah. great. And I yeah. didn't take any rights. It was just a straight yep. fixed rate and then... My, that was I was done and dusted with that and then I saw these pictures on the internet when I googled these songs when they were released and they'd photoshopped my head out and put it in with the band <laughs> on all their posts so there's like this, this random dreadhead with this Croatian band and I was like I was not there and that was <laughs> I, I did not approve of this um, but it turned out that they went for Eurovision yeah it was for oh. Eurovision and they oh. hit me up to go and sing for these tracks at Eurovision. I was yeah. like, fuck no. Eurovision's the lamest thing in the world. Oh no. <laughs> he said no to be on so you Eurovision. Just stood in your own way a little bit because you were um, yeah. just hardcore-ish, like rock prog. I think I was so anti-establishment. scared what my entropy fans would think uh, that I just was yeah, like, no way. Like, that I cannot do that. Wow. But I also weren't my song, so I didn't feel super close to them. They didn't represent me particularly. Yeah. But in in hindsight, that would have been a once in a lifetime opportunity that I just. Sometimes it's in your face and you're aware of it, and sometimes it's subtle like that and you find out later. Yes. Um, Damn. It's a cool story. That's brutal. (laughs) That's a little bit brutal, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, um, let's let's jump back across to you after that one. I reckon. Okay. Uh, I think we're around the stage. You're modelling on weekends and yeah. you're doing hairdressing. You're starting to. Well, you work at a hairdressing supplier and you're doing yes. mobile hairdressing for yourself as well. I hadn't started the mobile part yet, so I was at the suppliers and I was travelling the world to buy hair. That's just me hitting you up because I'm uncomfortable with anyone cutting my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true. you're not officially doing it for a job, but I'm, I'm like, just hey, Stacey, mobile coming to do Brady's hair for him. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was traveling overseas to pick hair supplies because at this point I'd been hairdressing for a while. So I knew quite a bit and I was passionate about hair stuff. So they trusted my judgment into what to buy and import. So wow. I'd go to China. I'd That's go a to... big deal. Like I yeah. think you're underselling that a little bit. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, I was just internationally loved. Yeah, I was like a... Yeah, buyer. I don't know. I don't think it was that, that cool. But, yeah, I went to Italy. I got sent over to Italy to be trained to um, be a hair technician to teach hairdressers how to use the colour. So I had wow. an interpreter and I was in Italy for a little while and they were training me up. See, really cool. you've always undersold yourself oh, and yeah, your stories you. so yeah. harshly. Like when I've told people, when people have um, seen my hair go from like essentially black yeah. to white <laughs> in a day yeah. and they're just like why is your hair not dead I'm like oh my hairdresser is really good and like i've undersold it too because you've undersold it to me yeah you are kind of like really really good at your job yeah i guess so i've like, been internationally doing it for recognized long... good yeah. at your job yeah. yeah yeah it was funny when i was getting sent to italy they were like oh you can take your partner with you if you want and i was like ah, oh, no nah. can i please take my mum <laughs> <laughs> i was like 
I think I was 21 How or something. How did your mum go in Italy? Oh, she's embarrassing. No, like, I wanted <laughs> to take her because she... She's the best. Oh, yeah. I love her. My mum had never been overseas before. My dad had passed away, so I really wanted to do something nice for her. So I was like, mum, we're going to Italy. It's not a holiday. It won't be that much fun. We're learning. I'm learning how to do stuff. Have you ever sold something at the appropriate level? Never. Never. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not a salesperson. No, you're, yeah. you're always underselling stuff. You're like, mum, taking overseas, don't treat it like a big deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she thought everything was great. She was crazy. Yeah. It made it fun for me because we got there and we got off the plane and she's like, oh, whoa, look at the ground. It's made of pebbles. And I was like, yes, <laughs> mum. <laughs> She's like, they're enough tar road. There's pebbles all over the road. I'm she gonna, took a picture of the pebbled road. I'm going to send this to her now too. Yeah. yeah because I love uh, it. <laughs> it made it more exciting for me because I, yeah, I don't oversell things, but I also don't get overly excited about things either. Cause I'm like, if I get too excited and then it doesn't work, it's disappointing. I get that a little bit though, because I, I I'm notoriously bad for not showing excitement at things. Yeah. And it makes other people uncomfortable. Yeah, it like, does. I've bought cars and people are like, why are you not like happy to show us? I'm like, cause I don't care. It'll yeah. drive me around. I yeah. Don't, I don't yeah. Know. Like, or like I've started a few businesses and people yeah. are just like, why are you like yeah. on cloud nine and telling us about it? I'm like, oh, it's just a thing I do. Like, I, I don't know. Like uh, excitement is not an emotion I particularly connect with unless yeah. it's really lame. Yeah. I'm like kind if of it's about same. like an anime movie, I'm just like bouncing off the walls. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell everyone yeah. who has no interest. Yeah. <laughs> But if it's, like, something important, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, that's a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, a really big deal. Yeah, so, no. Like when you you were like, oh, you bought a house, you should be so excited. I'm like, yeah, just, it's all right. And I, meanwhile, I was just like, woo! <laughs> yeah, so very happy. See, that's where yeah. I relate like, a yeah. bit more to you yeah. because I've I've lived on my own. Yeah. It's not easy. No. The, our whole economic setup and social setup is not good for living alone. Yeah. Um, it, it, everything comes in too much. Yeah. Yeah. When you buy it from the grocery store, you're yeah. like, yeah. oh, great, I can have the month's supply or I can have nothing. Yeah. And, and spend five times the amount for a single person's amount. 100%. Like, it's, it's very challenging. It's, it's yeah. So, no, I, think I, just, I do get that. Yeah. <laughs> like, why you were so excited. Though, meeting Stace and then getting to this point together it's yeah. just it's a blowout for me and yeah just like so it, happy well your life changed rather rapidly yeah and has done quite a few times which yeah. we'll, we'll come back to yeah. um yeah. but yeah so you were you went to italy yeah and i took my mum which everyone thought that was so hilarious like in italy they were like oh this is stacy and then this is stacy's mum <laughs> you just brought so many jokes to the table did you do it on purpose yeah <laughs> The first time I met her parents was at Jeff's. My um, stepdad. Yeah, at his sixth. I went no, to that. No, it was at Brady's house. Oh, what? yeah, no. Oh, no, no. So, but the first time I met properly. Oh, no. I remember the first time you met her mum because that was, yeah, in fact, yeah, yeah. at my home. Oh, yeah. Should we start there? So, uh, Stacey sorry died. Sorry about my mum and how so great. <laughs> so gold. So like, I know him. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm not going to do this. I'll let you guys do <laughs> yeah. it. That's fine. <laughs> Me and Brady were just casually having one of our deep chats out the front. Happens Alone. every time. I don't know what you bring out in me, but we're just suddenly like, here's all the things. Yeah, and right? I was we inside so with Brady's girlfriend, Claire. Yeah. Just chilling inside. No idea what was happening. Yeah. My mom, my mom was coming to pick me up because we'd been drinking. 
and I wasn't going to stay at Brady's house with Josh that just sort of met. So yeah. I was like, mum, come and get me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she shows up and, and she said hello and I introduced myself and I was a bit shy and it was all not, that she was lovely and Jeff was lovely. And then Stacey comes out and she goes, oh, he does look like his dad, doesn't he? <laughs> so I like, died what? 100 times. <laughs> It was so embarrassing. And then she proceeded to tell us she had newspaper clippings of, of my, my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it and was so good. It made me sound like I was some kind of stalker. <laughs> yeah. But my mum just recognised his face. Oh. Yeah. I could have died. I loved it. Well, I did die. It was genuinely hilarious. And this is your mum to a T, though. Oh, yeah. She, she, she yeah, will say she's... the thought that's in her brain. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, cool. I get that yeah. from her. I love it. <laughs> You do. Yeah. It just takes you a, a hot second and then you'll downplay it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's fun. She had a really good time in Italy. Yeah. She was fun. Everyone loved her as they do. Everyone loves her. And then I am mortified. I'm like, oh, mum, you're embarrassing me. You left that day back to that story. And Josh and I were just laughing for so long. Yeah. And it was so great because she was so nice to him. Yeah. Like, and you're just... Uh, I imagine Absolute you're in panic. the car in panic, being yeah. like, "Mum, you wrecked it." Thinking, no, it, was, it was like, yeah, <laughs> and, and but that's just, exactly what I wanted. Yeah, we're just like, having a chat about it afterwards yeah. and being like, "Oh yeah, that worked out well." And Josh is like, "Yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was so cash. It's awesome." But that was how the world worked for us because then I accidentally ran into Josh's family Ooh. in the street. Yeah, our first proper. I remember this proper date. We went on our first date. He I, took me I, to the yeah, circus. To Cirque du Soleil. I thought that was like the best surprise for a circus girl like Stacey. Yeah, oh, yeah, because I do that too. I go to a circus. School. Yeah, we haven't yeah. covered that. Just yeah, yet. we'll get there. But no, so we were we're all excited and spruced ourselves up, walk into the train station, and then casually bump into my ex-wife, new partner, and my child on the on street. The first day. Oh, <laughs> and you're like, wow. So this is day yeah, one. It's it's gonna happen. And and me and and Serena caught eyes, and we were both like. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. and then we were I think we would have just walked straight by except that Marley was like dad <laughs> and then obviously I can't ignore my child yeah, that's, yeah. the universe has a way of like entertaining itself that's for sure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that was oh god but I, it was a great have, way to get it out of the way it definitely would have cut through all of the yeah. um the Awkward bits. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we're so awkward. I think that's, that's why it happens that way. We would have built it up. The so universe was like, just rip the band-aid well, there's off. No, yeah. There's no textbook for this, right? No. Especially for you. Like, for you, it's got to be difficult because 100%. you're younger and, like, you don't have a kid or anything yeah. like that. And for you, there's no book handed to you when you get divorced saying, hey, no. this is how you deal with stuff as you move on. Yeah. Like, you've got to deal with it somehow. No, me and Stace talk about it a lot, actually. Yeah. And it is tricky. Mm. It's, yeah, of course. It's, yeah, it it's, would be. No, we don't know the answers. Yeah, we just have to just play it out. It out. And, yeah. yeah, and yeah. make sure we talk about it as the feelings come. I yeah. guess. <laughs> and that's what, and that's yeah. half the fight, isn't it? Yeah. Like just just that level of honesty and openness. Yeah. 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 Oh, cool, man. Um, so Italy. Oh yeah. I think so, that's where we left off. There. Yeah, <laughs> went. To, I went to Italy with my mom, and then I bought her home, and then. I went to China a few times. I think I went to China maybe like four or five times. Wow. I didn't like China, the parts of China that I went to. They're not like the parts of China that you go to on a holiday. Yeah. They're, it's sad. There's lots of extremely wealthy people and then very, very poor people. And there's oh. no in between. And people aren't nice. It's full of businessmen from all over the world. 
It's just an ugly place. Yeah. I, I think in fairness, a lot of um, places that are not the tourist spot of that region yes. can be like that. So I yeah. know my experiences are very limited overseas, but I I actually see it in our community, unfortunately, pretty yeah. regularly. It's like we're not exactly... We are touristy, but we're not that internationally welcoming, Yeah, which can be a bit um, sad. And I'm sure they'd go away with some of the same feelings, being like, oh, I asked this person where to go. And they were like, do you speak English? Yeah. Which is awful. Yeah. Oh, um, 100%. If we get that in the city here, yeah, though, Yeah, you would well. get that everywhere. I, I remember a person asking me, the, uh, I asked for directions, totally lost, new from the Highlands, starting university in mm. the city. And I asked for a street, like, do you know how to get there? Yeah. Ten bucks. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding? Joking? What? That's and like crazy. trying to charge me ten bucks to tell me that, that I was one block away. Oh, because like, <laughs> oh, yeah, there wasn't like Google Maps and I was so scared. Thank God for the iPhone upgrade like, now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was hard oh in China with that actually because the internet doesn't work. It's blocked. Yeah, everything's blocked. So you can't use Google Maps to get anywhere, and then wow. you can't. Your phone just doesn't work. I couldn't get it to work even on even with Wi-Fi. You can't get onto anything, Google and so YouTube, Instagram, travel Facebook, hack, everything. Find a portable VPN situation. Yeah, you need <laughs> to get a VPN because yeah, you can't use the internet. I did randomly. I don't know how. There's like this black hole in the corner of like upstairs where they give you breakfast at the hotel. If you go in the corner for some reason, it was working. Oh really? <laughs> It was the strangest thing. <laughs> I have no idea how. Like, how is there a hole in the internet? An like, actual hotspot. That is... Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense because I obviously don't understand technology, but I was like, why does it work here? But I really made the most of it. Yeah, I'm sure. That's crazy. Um, so you came back from China, all these trips back and forth. Yeah. You're going around. So yeah. that's selling and buying products and teaching yeah. as well. Yeah. Just and a bit becoming a hair technician. Literally everything. And I loved it. I thought I had the best job ever and that I was going to do it for the rest of my life. I'm like, this is such a cool job. And then it went really sour. And oh, then I had really? To leave. Yeah. So the person that I worked for was... Who shall remain nameless. Yeah, I can't even <laughs> describe it because I also undersell it too. But yeah, he was not professional. He was very, very bad. He was... Awful and anyway, I left I quit the job while I was in China and oh, then had wow. to find my way home with the internet not working. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> but I did, I found my way home. That's quite an ordeal. Yeah, so it was crazy. And then I thought, oh god, like my life's pretty much ruined. Now the best job that I ever had, I've had to quit well, for that, the safety of myself. But that's also the perspective when you're in your twenties, when you do yeah. anything. In yeah. your case, it wasn't like quite large scale, but yeah. in most cases, I think you, the first opportunity that gets presented to you when you have to step away or walk away, yeah. you feel like everything's done. That's it. It's the end. It's it, it's yeah. the first romance in your teenager yeah. life all over again. Yeah. You're like, I'll never love. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like my life will never. Find a good job ever again. Like, I'll never get a good job again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't stop traveling though. I kept traveling, but just on holidays instead. Yep. But yeah, yeah. Big love of America from what I've seen. Yeah. My best friend lives there. So yeah. I was going over there all the time before COVID stopped. Yeah. That. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Usually once or twice a year I was going over there. Yep. So yeah, I've traveled lots and lots. Yeah. It's really cool. All right. Shall we jump back over to you, Josh? Sure. Cause this origin is going to take a while. Cause we're jumping back and forward here. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, so entropy, you're doing all that sort of stuff. We, co- we covered you have an ex-wife, obviously. Yes. <laughs> um, 
I just remember going to random gigs, getting hit up with texts. I remember uh, getting hit up with a text one night randomly saying, hey, can you come to this random spot? We're filming a video. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys shot like a music video. Yes. Yeah, which so features your sister and the band yeah. and like everybody just rocking out There is the a really funny story attached to About that. I also remember yes. being smacked in the face every time I went to see you guys buy your dreads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your stage presence is amazing. <laughs> your capacity to know where you are and bits attached to you it's are terrible. is awful. Yeah. Like, I've been hit so many times. I was mad at mosh pits, though, at gigs because people would just move and I'd have my own little circle yeah, working. <laughs> but you don't have, like, consistency. Like, you don't no. keep the dreads at a certain height. It's not like it would be like, sweet, Josh yeah. is here. I'll stand next to him slightly shorter. Like, no. <laughs> no. You just swing them everywhere. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, I do lose myself a little bit in those <laughs> Which is great to see because, yeah. like you said, you, you you probably come off one way on stage, but you might not feel that way internally. Yeah, it's, it's my place to do that. It is very good to see when yeah. you let loose and express completely. So, yeah. But that, that video clip, text you got so it was it was a long lead up to that but we randomly met a a guy called mark wazowski wakowski if i've said it wrong like sorry mark I'm yeah i was gonna say like <laughs> did he have one eye was he yeah. green do you have horns like, no, he's awesome he's yeah. a great guy he um he kind of i think he contacted us initially and he asked about doing a video clip for entropy and we were just like whoa this is so cool. No one's ever asked us for anything. We're just this kick around band in the Highlands. And we, um, we're going to meet in a cafe in Mittagong. And we got there and I think Mark maybe was a little bit late, but we saw this Bentley looking thing cruise up, this big black Bentley <laughs> at the front. We're like, no way. This is so cool. Yeah. It was a Chrysler. It wasn't a Bentley, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's still a mad car. And he, he rocked in and we sat down and had a chat and he wanted to do a clip. And anyway, we went from there, but Mark became Entropy's manager, mm. uh, band manager throughout the process. But this clip we did, he asked me to write the storyboard because I was kind of the visual Good. member of the band. So I'd written this, I guess I was trying to sell out a little bit and I was writing like, oh, we should have a, a hot girl here and we should we should definitely <laughs> have a red dress and we should have this creepy thing because we love Tool and yeah. Matt in a warehouse. And anyway, I wrote this script with this girl in this red dress yeah. and this storyline attached to it. Dot points, hot girl, red dress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Yeah, I was going to say, I, I've seen your writing. When you say you wrote a script. It, oh, like a storyboard. It was... <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what it was. I was trying to be tall. Yeah, cool. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I, I put it to the band and to Mark and they loved it. And then they said, leave us, leave it to us. We'll get the actors and we'll sort out this stuff. And then <laughs> when it was getting very close to the date, it turned out that the guys had hit up my own sister, for the hot younger girl sister, dress. for the hot girl lad created in my mind. <laughs> so it was... Yeah, very Damn. strange. So she wasn't. Me. That wasn't a a plan in your head. No. He just got there and then realized his sister is the hot girl. <laughs> <in the dress. laughs> yeah. Oh, she's gonna be mortified when she hears this. Yeah. Has she heard that story like I, that? Maybe not. But it's the same thing. When I went to JMC, I was so proud of my sister, and she'd done this modeling and yeah. stuff for Gallery Serpentine in the city. And yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've seen stuff. her stuff. And I'd show my sister off, like, oh, like this is because it was my style as well. Yeah. I wasn't like pitching my sister as this hot chick. Yeah. But yeah. 
But all the guys forever were just like, oh, Josh, your sister. I said, She's oh, so good looking. Of course that happened. Why didn't I think that would happen? Yeah. <laughs> That's so, yeah. Yeah. And there aren't, there aren't going to be that many girls. Um, and this is probably, again, how like your paths didn't quite get there. Yeah. There aren't going to be that many girls modeling in the Highlands at that age. Yeah. And like that must have been close. Like yeah. it would have been like... Stacey or Sian. I think it was different. By magic luck. Yeah. Yeah. Being your sister instead of Stacey. I modeled in Sydney. Yeah. And I think Sian modeled more in the Highlands. Yeah. Yeah. I only did that because I was like alternative, but at school, the alternative people didn't like me because I was a different type of alternative because I was like so cringy, but I was like, oh, an emo kid and they weren't really cool. It's fine. I'm just not like going to you. Did you meet me in high school? Yeah. <laughs> so yes. then, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. I think I met Stacey till afterwards. <laughs> she probably saw me from afar and was like, we'd probably get along, but we can't talk to each other. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. the alternative people didn't like me. So then I just started going to Sydney and making friends there instead. Cause I just got along better with them. They yep. accepted me a little bit more. Yeah. It, it can be a little bit hard when you grow up in a small tight-knit community and you decide yeah. to go a different way from everybody it's else. True. Clicks are pretty tight. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's why we sort of didn't meet because I lived here but I was never here. I was always in Sydney and then you were here and then I became friends with all of your friends but after you had left. Yeah. Which so is just the... different timing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. So at some point here you've left school, you've been in bands, you've had a lot of fun. You, you became a dad. Yes. Which... Shocked a few of us. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It shocked lots of people. It didn't, I guess it didn't shock me because I always wanted to be that. Yeah. I always had this, just, I don't know, this feeling that I, I always love playing with kids and I love relatives, little cousins and all that. And it kind of was a very exciting thing for me. Um, but yeah, shocked everyone because I was just a, a loose Muso. <laughs> yeah, I just said you smacked me in the face many times with your hair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then suddenly you were in charge of a life. Yeah, I, I think that was probably everyone's concern. Is like, how do you, how do you go from that character that everyone sees to oh, just be a normal dad? You did it rather suddenly and gracefully. I mean, from yeah. our perspective, I'm yeah. sure for you there was a, a growth period with problem growth moments. Yeah. But so it was. It was hard having it. Having a child is hard work. That's, yes, <laughs> that's the truth of it. And sleep is minimal, and but love is abundant. Yeah, I guess that's the thing, and that's that's the main thing everyone will say that has a kid is that, yeah, if you are unsure of it, don't have a child because yeah. it is really hard. But in saying that, once you have a child, it's a very different feeling. It's, yeah, um, yeah, pure love. Oh, yeah, that's that's wonderful. And you were having a very different experience. Yeah, I was trying to think of what I was doing at that time. I was just traveling lots and being... Well, you had started your own official business, I think, around there, doing your own mobile hairdressing Uh, for yourself instead of just me nagging you because I had an incessant (laughs) problem with people cutting my hair wrong. So I came back from China and I was like, oh, no, what am I going to do? So then um, I just started asking anyone if they wanted their hair done which I didn't really have to ask much because most people like yourself, they were like, oh, can you just come and do my hair? Like, I don't mind if you just come to my house and do it. And then that turned into, oh, you did my friend's hair. Can you do my hair? You did my mum's hair. Can you do my hair, my sister's hair, my cousin's hair, my son's hair? And then it just turned into a full-time job. Yeah. Which is, I shouldn't, bra- I feel like I'm bragging about it, but like 
I didn't really have to try hard because I wouldn't have because I would have been too scared to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so it had to happen that way. It had to just build up on its own. From yeah, but that's, that's awesome. That <laughs> yeah. natural growth of that. And that also speaks to your actual skill in that job. Because yeah. Because no one's asking for, for a stand. I certainly never asked you for a standard thing. Yeah. It wasn't until many years later <laughs> where we chopped off all my hair that we were like, yeah. oh, we'll do normal stuff. And then we're like, nah, not really. We're going to color it. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah. You've always done that like slightly different stuff which is really really yeah, cool um doesn't matter what you're doing hair makeup or other people's hair you're yeah. always sort of still on the cusp of hey you know what would be cool yeah you can do this so i lived in sydney and i was doing people's hair and everything was going really well and i was getting really busy and doing lots of fun stuff and then all of a sudden i had to move back to the highlands all of a sudden yeah <laughs> no um my boyfriend at the time broke up with me on my birthday and i hadn't you, you don't yeah, have to go into extreme no, detail right. there. But it's I had totally nowhere to fine. go. So I moved back home and I was like, oh, another hurdle. What am I going to do now? So then I just started working down here, building it up here again. I was like, oh, mom, it's fine. I'll only be here for like a year. And then like for three years, I was living at my mom's house out of a suitcase. <laughs> and I was like, I could probably unpack my stuff. I think I'm here now. Yeah. No, yeah. but she loved it. And you, you, got yeah. your, you got Dexter around then, didn't you? Yeah. So I got Dexter, my bald cat, when I lived in Sydney. Bald cat yeah <laughs> <laughs> right right he was yeah. off gum tree yeah and it's the it's one of the most bizarre relationships i've ever seen between a pet owner and their pet because yeah. most people's pets like them <laughs> yeah i know my cat he doesn't love me that much he loves my mom as everyone does yeah but i love him like he's a baby yeah so like I've, as I've josh was saying that love yeah for a child i have that for my cat and it's it does insane. not require. <laughs> no, he doesn't love me back. He's spoiled. I've spoiled him rotten. And now he's mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny. Yeah. I watched you be like, hi, how are you? And he and just, just screams like, at you. Nope. And yeah. walks away. Which is no. hilarious. You've got to treat him mean, keep him keen. Mum doesn't like overly love him. So he loves her so much. And I'm just like, come here, sweet baby. And he's like, piss off. He's let me pat him once, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think I and met I Dexter really once and yeah. he was just not having it. Yeah. yeah, he's not super friendly. He's scared. He's like me. <laughs> like mother, like son. Oh, we'll just have to get him in for a recording. He's scared of people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. All right. So where, where does life take you? You had a kid. You decided to become an apprentice electrician. Yes. Um, probably because... Unfortunately, being as creative as hell, fortune plays a bit of a part there. You 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 will either luckily make it really early, yeah. or occasionally spit in the face of an opportunity. Yeah. Or you've got to do something to make the ends meet. So I I basically flunked out of music uni. I really didn't do well at that. I did great creatively and performing and all of the aspects that I loved in music and totally flopped in all theory aspects of music. I still find the concept of a, like, of a course to teach you music yeah. kind of strange. Yeah. And so did I. Yeah. I found it very bizarre to learn how to write a song. It yeah. just doesn't compute yeah. in my brain. Yeah, they're, they're trying to make a, there is science behind it, but they're trying to make science out of art and it's, it's, yeah. it's very challenging. So, it, and it, and it does work, and it does work for people who maybe music isn't what it is for me. I, yep. I guess that's the thing. Yep. You can't formulate an emotional experience. It, there's 
it's just a brick wall that you put up in front of what you're trying to do. Yeah. So for me, that didn't work, which was fine. And it was a bit sad. And I probably wanted to come out with a certificate to say, here, I'm a proper professional musician, but I don't have that. <laughs> That's yeah. okay. Yeah. But moving on from that, yeah, I, I fell into the electrical trade just because my dad and grandfather are geniuses and create electrical masterpieces if you can call them them, yeah. I guess well, in their world, engineers. Yeah, yeah, they're just they're beasts of people when it comes to understanding very complicated things, and they had some connections to get me into that industry. So yeah, committed to it, struggled through it, had to learn maths again because it's a hard course. Yeah, but I did get that certificate, and I was pretty proud of that. That's awesome, man. Yeah, and, and sometimes you do, like, we, we all talk about, you know, chase your dreams, do this, do that, do that. But, you know, doesn't always put food on the table. Yeah, no. you got to chase your dreams while also working a job that pays yeah. bills. Yeah. 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 And so, look, there are some still more boring jobs out there. Oh, it's a, it's a great job, to be honest. Yeah. And, it's, um, and it took me a little while to find my feet again in music because it was such a full-on apprenticeship Um, but once it did I really got super creative and I ended up writing some of the weirdest craziest music I'd ever written and a lot of it was 80s inspired pop music for some strange reason that's really popular at the moment (laughs) yeah I was gonna say were you watching Stranger Things Uh, but this was this was years and years ago but yeah I just found myself in this electronic world of fun and it was great like to write happy stuff being in the metal scene can be quite dark and dreary sometimes so it was nice to unleash a bit of happiness on the and that must be hard and yeah like hard to write death metal when you're gonna go change a diaper yeah (laughs) yeah but also just in general i guess when we're talking about writing music from a an honest place you can't pretend to be dark and sad and and introspective all the time sometimes you just want to write something happy i'm not always a miserable bastard yeah (laughs) i I heard a comedian once i can't remember his name is aussie comedian he's is played drums in yeah. a death metal band. And he was like, yep, so uh, I listen to death metal and Enya. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because you cannot be that all the time. No. No. And you, you shouldn't you need... be. Nah, nah. It took me years to find that as yeah. well. And I'm the same. Like, people get real mad when they get in my car because it's like anime theme songs. Yes. Death metal. Yep. And then Michael Bublé. Yeah. I think everyone's Beautiful. like that, but they're lying. Yeah. They're like, yeah. no, I, I, I only so listen to my aesthetic music. Yeah. Like, yeah. Everyone's no. got little secrets, yeah. I think. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> listens to something embarrassing. Yeah, yeah for sure. I reckon yeah. yours is like Britney Spears or something. No, I listen to Nickelback. Oh. Remember how I said my parents had shit tasting music? <laughs> my dad liked Nickelback. I grew up with Nickelback. He passed away, and I'm like, I like Nickelback. I don't even you feel guilty about Katie it, but Perry I do too. too. But I what Katie I have Perry. recognized in Nickelback is whenever they write emotional stuff, it's trash. Yeah. When they write silly, fun, drunk, yes. sex songs, yes, it's fun as hell. Yeah. It's yeah. just when they try to be like, like photograph and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. It's just like, Ugh. too much. I like it. But it seems funny, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But when they're just like, uh, I liked um, the, the intro song on The Long Road, Flat on the Floor. 
Yeah. This is about getting drunk. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm down with that song. <laughs> They're it's like cool. the most hated though. Everyone's always like, you can't like. I don't work. get that though. I think people just hate them because other people hate them. Yeah. And yeah. maybe no one hates them. Because there are worse. We're all secretly listening. Far worse pop rock bands out there. <laughs> yeah. So much Definitely. worse. At least they like, you know, give it a crack. Yeah, that's it. They make it. money. Everyone's jealous, I guess. Yeah, that must be it. Um, all right, guys. Well, we we covered origins, I reckon, yep. up until now ish. Except that yep. you guys met each other, which we we covered earlier on. Yeah. Um, and you've recently bought a home together, which yes. is lovely. So you're yep. probably you. selling into domestic bliss. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a, we got lots of jobs to do. Yeah, but it's fun because it's our house. Yeah, which is, which is great. great. I, I can't imagine. I, I reckon initially you're going to have it decked out like every other Instagram home. And then, <laughs> and then you guys are going to start slowly putting your creative stamps on it. Yeah. Oh, we're already I'll, I'll, getting yeah. there. Yeah, I'll, I'll come in like a year and it'll just be like, what is that sculpture? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I have a picture of it, um, an autopsy from like the Renaissance <laughs> time. Sounds like you. Yeah. 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 Hanging on the wall with a six year old that lives with us. Yeah. And she's like, what's that? And I was like, oh, they're just teaching them how to do a surgery. She doesn't know they're dead. <laughs> so they're, they're definitely, it's fine. Yeah. It's People can picture. survive that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's fine. Cool. Um, usually we cover mountains next. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys want to talk, uh, take turns? I guess, Josh, you went first with the origin, so I reckon we can throw you in the deep end here and you can talk about a few of the things that have that have made life a little bit harder, a little bit more yeah. difficult to overcome. And you can take the lead here and do whatever you like with that. Um, we've covered a few anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I touched on a few of them. Difficult boss and just that like sort of things. Just comes with it. Yeah, yeah. the difficult people I'm working with, the difficult boss, or just having to suddenly move to too far away to be working where you're working. Um, the difficulties with modelling, I think, were harder because that's same as music. It's really hard to get a lot of paid work and to make that a thing. So I pretty much like retired from it. Yeah. I met, like many times I was like, nah, it's, it's hard. And I've watched you go through that over the yeah. years. And I've also watched, and I'm going to embarrass the shit out of you real quick. <laughs> um, because I've watched your, your mindset transition. Um, cause I had the, the fortune of training you. Yes. Um, and your initial mindset was no, I need to look like this to be a model. Yes. And then when you found your, you found your passion in the circus stuff that you yes. do and the silks and stuff. Yeah. You're like, well, I can't do this because I'm like really thin yeah, <laughs> and I cannot hold my own weight. So you're like, yeah. I need a bit of help. And I was, uh, I was just so lucky enough that you, you trusted me to help you out with that. But your mindset changed a lot in yeah. that time. And it was so wonderful to watch you go from, Oh, okay. So this is what I, I thought I needed to look like. Yeah to this is what I need to feel happy and yeah. do what I want to do. Exactly. So you, you cared more about strength and, and how you felt healthy, which is really cool watching those transitions in people. Yeah, it's um, it's hard though because like in the beginning when I was modeling, they were like, you need to be whatever size. Like yeah, tiny. I remember talking to you yeah. where you were just like, yeah, so I had a Red Bull in the last three days. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, yeah, and <laughs> please eat. Like, and you're like, yeah, I'd leave it photo shoot and just smash yeah. some knackers because I haven't eaten in a while. Exactly. Yeah. I would just not be able to eat and then eat everything afterwards because you yeah. have to look so deathly thin and it's really unhealthy and horrible. It's not a good thing. I don't like it. I don't like how it is. And people will say that it's getting better, but it's always going to be. Yeah. I think there are just going to be different sectors. I think some yeah. are going to improve and we are seeing that a little yeah. bit and that's what people are talking about. But yeah. other parts are just still staying in that, that unfortunately less healthy yeah. way. But yeah, you lived that. I did. 
And then I got through it and now I just do photo shoots if I want to do something fun, something for myself. Yeah. I saw um, you do the the delivery. Oh, I can't. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The anagram one. Yeah, yeah. the DHL one. DHL one. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, uh, you did the witch one. Yeah, that the Halloween pretty, one. That was really fun. That was pretty the fun. The hovering Halloween one. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was doing like um, cosplay kind of ones for a little while. And then I just realized I was too busy to make the costumes. Yeah, the people who yeah, get into that, they like, time. I, I don't know, they, they must have like, I think they must have gone down a route like you did, Josh, where they're like, oh, here's my passion. So I need to do something to fund that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they, they, they must have like a nine to five situation because yeah. it's, yeah. it's a lot of work. I've only done it twice myself and yeah. they were both kind of somewhat lackluster. Uh, I bought both of them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I didn't make them. Um, the so most I did was grow my own hair for one of them. Yeah. yeah, like you went yeah. all out. Yeah, like a few more times. than yeah, more than once. I know, yeah. and everyone's been waiting because I was supposed to do Wonder Woman because I do sort of resemble her. I can like, yeah. I can dress up and look like her a yeah. little bit. You can make it work. Yeah, but I just can't make her costume. It's too hard. It's too much time, and I'm really busy with work. Uh, yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. There's like. There's elitist attitudes and everything. You would encounter it in music. You would encounter it in hairdressing as yeah. well as modeling and then cosplay. Can... Geeks really upset me sometimes because I'm in that world yeah. and they can be like, oh, we're rejected by society. And then they do it to people. Yeah. And it's awful because like, oh, you, you bought that costume instead of make it. You're like, yeah, don't have yeah. a million hours up my sleeve. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> I don't want to buy it. I want to make it, but yeah, I just... I can't. So I ah, just you can't get to do it one day. You've yeah. got time. It's I know. All good. I have some of the stuff to make it. Like someone bought me the warbler that I need to make it, oh, the cool. plastic. But yeah, I just haven't got time to make it. Ah, you'll get there. Yeah. Because that's another hurdle is that I have a lot of clientele in the Southern Highlands and I live in the Blue Mountains. It's <laughs> a long way. Yeah. Because I moved up there for Josh and Marley and yeah. yeah. <laughs> she sure did. So now it's a little bit less time because of the travel, but I love them so it's worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well that that definitely does present a time constraint at the very least, yeah. yeah. So you don't get the time to do that sort of stuff and then what was the other one you were talking about there? Oh, with the modeling with the the mindset there of having yeah. to stay so thin and yeah. then, I got to watch you shift, but I only watched it from the outside. What yeah. what went on with you there? I think I just, I had been trying so hard for so long to fit in. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it and trying and trying. But you never, you can never be perfect. Same as ballerinas constantly trying to be the perfect ballerina. You can't fit that mold that you're looking for. You'll never, ever get there. So then you have to accept like happiness is better. So then I just pretty much gave up. I was just like, nah, I'm just going to do whatever I want. I'm going to just be strong so I can do silks because that makes me happy. I don't really care if I look muscly in my photos and people don't like it. It is what it is. And, and then to be fair, I don't I think a single person like could have complained since yeah. since seeing that shift, right? Like, I know, no one really noticed, and I thought it was going to be so much worse than it is. But I remember you telling yeah. me, and you were just like, "My arms." And yeah, like, but a photograph is the same. How good to smile yeah. though. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. Seriously. Oh yeah, because I smile now. But yeah, racist, so that helped. <laughs> That's true. You used to have very serious looks in every shoot, but I, yeah. I just always assumed it was part of the work. But you are right. They, I was unhappy. Far more that you actually smiling. Like I yeah. said. Far more often these days, which is great. Yeah. Healthier. That's the big thing. Just giving up trying to be something for everyone else and just being who you want to be for you. Yeah. That made a big difference. That's really cool. 
Um, do, do, Josh, do you want to share a few of the things that have you've had to overcome? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can imagine as a creative. Oh, uh, this, yeah, there's this lots. I guess just initially, I guess we had the same kind of early teens and stuff, maybe just not fitting in. Even though we've been talking about me in high school and stuff yeah. seeming rather popular, I did never really felt that. Um, I was pretty awkward about my appearance. I was a bit chubby in high school. Everyone's um, perspective can yeah. be a little bit different. So I think people watching you are going, whoa, like, blah, yeah. blah, blah, and then you living it is very it, different. It is different. And when, when I guess you're only – you notice when you're only seen as cool for a particular thing, and, and that's really great, and, and you have social encounters because of that, but there's a whole bunch more to each person than just that one thing. And I, I think I lost a lot of that. Um, but I ended up – battling through an eating disorder for like six years and so I've, I've, I've watched it and as someone who uh, you know for a living yeah <laughs> so it's not like I never noticed but I haven't yeah. actually like I don't think I've ever directly asked N- you about this no nah. um, <laughs> because it's not something you just throw at somebody no um, but that's yeah uh, well yeah do you want to talk about it at all or? yeah I, I guess um, when I say I was kind of chubby at high school I was I think 80 kilos or something coming out of high school. Yeah, and you're um, around my height, so that's... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit over if you're not built like Yeah, and if you're not strong, yeah. and oh, I was definitely not a muscly person. No. Um, but something happened, certain life events occurred, which prompted, obviously, sadness, and then my go-to thing was to just forget to eat when mm. I felt like that, that was just where some people would gorge themselves on things. I would just not. Um, and as I dropped weight very rapidly, people started complimenting me on that weight loss and it just snowballed so mm. rapidly from that point. And this can be the problem. Yeah. And I know people go on and on about it, but that, that focus on looking a certain way or when somebody loses something, it, it, it can be quite damaging to people who aren't doing it in a way that is necessarily healthy. Yeah. And they may not notice it themselves, but like you said, people just started complimenting yeah. it. And yeah. And you weren't doing it deliberately. No, but then I did start doing it deliberately. <laughs> Which is yeah. the natural consequence and of it, that. And it rolls on. And I guess at a point, and I don't, I've never researched eating disorders particularly since having it or anything like that but for me it was I guess just not eating much plateaued I stopped at a point and I wasn't going any lower and then I took matters literally into my own hands yeah and I, yeah it became bulimia and then it became very damaging mm. for a long time uh, how, what dragged you out of that if you don't mind me don't I actually mean. don't know yeah. it was a very long it became less uh, regular, I guess. Yeah. But I got down to 55 kilos. Yeah, right. As, as someone who's also been that low just to life circumstances yeah. and stress, and we're around the same height, so that's yeah. pretty... Yeah. Uh, it's not a good way to be. No, it's it's not. And it, um, and it stayed that way for a long time, and I, I feel like my whole body changed. Yeah. I, re- I can't put weight on now. It doesn't matter really what I eat. Yeah. Um, but no, just over time, I guess I found myself more. I felt slightly more comfortable 
and eventually it wore off. But for a lot of people, that so this is the thing. Happen. It's it's difficult to talk about because what what we are essentially talking about is a mental illness. Yeah. Or, 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 or mental ill health. Yeah. I guess is the better term. Sometimes it's for life. Yes. Sometimes it's a. I don't want to say phase in the way a, a, an adult says it to a teenager, yes. like you're going through a yep. phase, but sometimes it is that. Sometimes it's a part of your life. We are ever-changing humans. Yep. And sometimes, you know, in this one, that's all very natural. People can say, yeah. oh, it's not okay, like you shouldn't be doing that, but like, you know, you went through something stressful. Yeah. You were heavy. Yes. You lost weight. People said something nice about it. Yes. So you were like, well, I want more nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so naturally that led into yeah. that. And then as life went on, you didn't need that. So and it you becomes, left it behind. It, does, it becomes a habit though. And, and even if there were long periods where there'd be nothing and then one event would happen and you'd, you'd straight away think you had to go back to that. Yeah. It was your go-to thing. Yeah, um, whatever your coping. So that, your... I think that takes longer to break. Yep. Um, and that's the same for anyone who's got any of those, whether it's cigarettes, mm. drinking, yeah. bulimia, or, or some sort of attention need, or um, just, just any behavior yeah. that is a... Self-harming behavior. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, even those as well. Like, yeah, that's a go-to. Yeah. So that was, that was a big thing. Yeah. That's, that's huge, dude. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sharing it with... Yeah. That's quite a big thing. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I'm sure... Hopefully people get some insight to that, because yeah. I'm sure you're not... It's such a common thing. Yeah. So many people go through that all the time. I think um, guys would feel very weird about it. Guys don't want to talk about it yeah. at all. But uh, I've been on both ends. Yeah. Um, so I've been on the, like, I, I grew up mostly skinny, just um, very, very skinny. And it was like, oh, you're so lucky. So, like, that's a problem in its own. Yeah. And then when I deliberately wanted to change and get heavier, like, it was like, oh, it's really hard. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Um, and then I did get heavier yep. and it took a lot of work, but inherently some fat comes along with it. It's like, yes. oh, but you're a fitness professional. Is that okay? And you're like, well, yes. part of the, yes. part of the thing. Like, so yeah, we, we do get judged every step of the way, no 100%. matter what you do, it isn't a win. So as Stacey was talking about with the modeling and then transitioning yeah. from being skinny and adhering to what people wanted to what makes her happy. Yeah. That is really damn important. Like, yeah. <laughs> Try and internal that, not yeah. externally, and meet what you think other people's expectations are. Because even when you reach them, they'll find a new thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Like That's people exactly. probably won't even notice. Yeah, yeah. we've got some, somehow become like a psychology podcast, <laughs> yeah. like, which is really cool. Um, do you guys have anything else you really want to share in that sort of section with the things you've had to overcome there? So we, we, we've talked about you in school and then going past that. And then we've talked about you with the traveling and the yeah. bosses and stuff. Do, do you want any funny stories? Do you want to like pick up the mood a little bit there? Any like hilarious gigs or shows where you, or um, photo shoots? Anything I have one funny out? story going back to the yeah. kind of me being a dad scenario. So yeah, cool. after a really long gap of not being in the music scene, I started a band called Us or Them with some great friends of mine. And we um we ended up getting to support the getaway plan. Oh, cool. Which was kind I of I loved awesome. getaway back in the day. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I, I haven't heard as much recently. But no, yeah. but it was yeah, a yeah. blowout that they were playing. And anyway, we, we scored that gig and hanging in the green room with those boys was... Do you know gigs were 40 bucks, by the way? Hey. For Aussie bands? Yeah. You know, like getaway plans. Being I like, know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's cheap like that in America too. It's so yeah. much better. Yeah, now, now it's like 100 bucks to yeah. see like a local Australian band. I know. Yeah. But oh, no, we, we, um, we, we played our set and I went out for a cigarette 
after we played and I met the lead singer of the Getaway Plan and he was yeah. having a cigarette. Um, and he was complimenting me and it was amazing. I felt like a fucking rock star. It was sick. Yeah. And then he, uh, and he goes, do you just play much? And I said, oh, not really. I've got a little girl and I'm just kind of getting back in the scene. He's like, you're a dad? Yeah. And it totally blew his mind. Like he, I thought our conversation would be me just talking about him and it was just all questions about being a dad. He thought that was the biggest yeah, right. and most important thing in the <laughs> you world. You probably thought he couldn't do it because he was in a band. Yeah, I don't know. But that's so, the thing, right? Yeah. Like, so musicians being typically like, yeah, what they're doing is technical, it's scientific. Yeah. It, it's emotion and art. Yeah. So when they come across someone who's doing this huge thing, yeah. they, they got to know about it. Yeah. And you've done the same, like... I've watched you do it with other people. I felt you do it with me, and I don't think it's a conscious thing. But you're just kind of like, what? Like, I need to know about that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But no, but that was I'm a strange gra- experience. I'm glad you had the same experience. Yeah, it was very cool. It was really cool, Stacey. I'm trying to think of something funny that's related to like modeling or something. But oh, it I doesn't can't. have to be pressure. But there was this one time when I was in America because I used to go on my own a lot. Yeah. But I went you're to very like. It, it, you're very like I can do this yeah. on your own. <laughs> like I think it was like after you go through scary shit and you survive it, then you're like, eh, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, yeah. Lots yeah. of things. Don't do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not as fun solo traveling as people think. I don't. I didn't think it was. But anyway, I went out to a club in Hollywood. And um, I was just standing watching um, Alice Cooper's daughter's band was playing. Right. And so that all of the crowd were like standing against the front of the stage. It wasn't a very big venue. There was maybe like a hundred people there. And then there was like a huge gap behind the crowd. And then like a few random people just scattered around and then the bar was next to me. And I was just standing there on my own, just like staring, watching the band. Then all of a sudden out of nowhere... I fucking kid you not. Johnny Depp turned around and was walking towards this. me. Yeah. <laughs> I like panicked. He's heaps short. I didn't know that. So he was like my height and he's like walking towards me and I was freaking out and I was like, oh my God, that's Johnny Depp. Should I talk to him? Should I not talk to him? And the way that he was like looking at me, I feel like he was being like, don't fucking say anything. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, he just like walked up to me. He walked so close to my face, staring at me the whole time. And then he walked away and I didn't say anything. And that's the biggest regret. And I was like, are you kidding me? I know that like everyone hates him, but like it's Johnny fucking Depp. But also like, I, I, I know you. <laughs> you I know you. And like without like trying to put like a rude label on it, like you're like a little emo girl back yes. in the day. So like Edward Scissorhands, yes. like all, all of those things. Yes, spoke, Jack Sparrow. Yeah. All those things would have spoken to you so deeply yeah. and then he's right there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't blow his cover because if everyone realizes, because no one was doing anything, no one was reacting. I guess he just goes there all the time. Because then I went to the bar and I said to the girl, oh, was that Johnny Depp? And she's like, yeah, he's here all the time. And I was yeah. like, oh, I wish I got a photo with him. <laughs> but that, that's, that's our experience with Barnsley around here. Yeah, yeah. true. I, I, was, um, I was out with my, my partner's nephew. Yeah. This is a recent story. So this is a COVID relevant story. And we were just like wandering around the street and Barnsley pulled up and he got out of his car. And I was like, oh, hey, man. And he's always like super nice. And I've met him a few times and I used to live behind him. Um, when I was in Berrima, where yeah. we used to hang out a lot. Um, and he just kind of like waved and was like, hey, dude, like, I don't expect him to know. Her. <laughs> but he's just like, hey, man. And he's always nice. And I said to Claire's nephew, who is five, I think, 
could be six. I'm pretty sure it's five. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, do you know who that is? And he's like, nah. I was like, that's Jimmy Barnes. And I expected at least something. And he's like, nah. No. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Tell your mother. <laughs> yeah, she will be excited. <laughs> yeah, she'll, she'll know, which is pretty funny. But the, for us, like, yeah, like we run into him in Bunnings. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, hey, man. Super and he's like, cash. hey, dude. And like, you walk past. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so like, you had that experience with bartenders with Johnny Depp. Like, oh, yeah, it's just Johnny Depp. Like, you're, you're like, just? Just? Are you serious? Do you know how many posters I had above my bed? <laughs> no, I, I, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was so funny. But yeah. Then it just felt like no one really believed me because I had no proof. But like, oh, oh, damn. That's right. You got plenty so of sure. followers who love you and will probably believe you. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Um, and, and these days you guys do live in the Blue Mountains, but you both grew up here, which yes. is really yep. cool. And Stacey, you go back to Hilltop all the time? Yeah, to my mum's house. Yeah. Um, so when I work down here, I stay at my mum's house to yeah, make that's it cool. easier. Have you visited the takeaway there recently? Yes, the new one. Yeah, because yes. I used to go there all the time with like my mates who were skaters. We used to skate around and we'd like scrounge up change yeah. from underneath the lounge because chips were $2. Yeah. Yes. Store. But these days it's like like everything else, it's improved a whole lot and the new oh, owners so are great. They came on the podcast. They're absolutely awesome. But yeah, the pizzeria out there. Yeah, it's they have Nutella awesome. pizza. Yeah, they got Nutella pizza. Oh, so uh, they do half rice wings on Wednesdays. Oh, so nice. good. So yeah, no, just yeah, I'm gonna have to come over to your mum's house. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm vegetarian. Just, get just so we can go down the hilltop. <laughs> yeah, they have vegetarian foods. So it's really good because a lot of places don't. Yeah, so it's I so... appreciate them. Thank you for the funny laughs there, <laughs> the stories, and sharing like really being open about some stuff that has been hard because I think. In a world post-COVID, people need to hear that. We're all locked in rooms and still seeing people's Instagrams of these perfect lifestyles. Yeah. And we all forgot that we that's not reality. No. Yeah. Um, so it is good to have people share this, especially the people who we admire. And you guys say you were both disconnected from it. But like when, when I met you, I was like, oh, I have this image of Josh and then met you. And I have a far better, more genuine image now. But it yeah. wasn't that. And I talk about how people always assume the same of you. I had the yeah. reverse experience with you because yeah. I knew you before the, the people yeah. knew you, um, where people were like, oh, that's Stacey. And I'm like, yeah, it's just Stacey. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's fine. Um, but that, it's great to have that reality. And I really appreciate you guys both opening up about that. But what are you doing right now and where is it going forward? You bought a home. Yes. This is, this is really yeah. cool. Um, it, what other projects? What's going on? We're you, building you have a, a salon in the house. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So then I can work from home. Yeah. To limit the amount of travel that I have to do. So I can have it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you can make music all the time. And then you can live like Claire and I do. Yeah. Where I love being around people and she loves time to herself. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I'm the same as Claire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, I just want you around all the time. I miss you when you're not here. Yep. And they're like, yeah, I love you too. Leave me alone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. We like alone time. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so we're building a salon. That's awesome. It's a lot of I'm work. Excited. It smells like possum wee at the moment. Oh, okay. Because a possum lives in there before us. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a great ad. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, we're building the salon and. Is this for hair and makeup or like hair and spa? It'll or be like what is hair the whole? and then it hopefully it'll have an extra room so then I can bring in other people that I know that do cool stuff like eyebrow tattoos and 
other really cool things they can come in and visit and do mm. guest visits and do oh that'd be cool just collab with other yeah. people yeah, yeah. and i um, might do a nail course just so i can help out <laughs> so you can be oh, around yeah. all the time <laughs> that'd be cool <laughs> yeah yeah he just no. wants to <laughs> no, no, she's like that no. is not a great she's on. like just <laughs> i love you but uh you're not stepping Go foot away. in there <laughs> yeah yeah no what's gonna what's... have a sign no joshes yeah yeah much. yeah um and for you for me i'm just enjoying now he got yeah. a promotion well, that's how we bought He's a house. He's not a sparky. Kind of thing. So humble. <laughs> so, hang on. What is this? What is this promotion? Well, I was I, I was just an electrician in the company, and a position opened up for state team leader for an entire contract of the yeah. company. Yeah, big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of never thought I'd get it, but He's threw really my name in the hat and. Someone pulled me out <laughs> stupidly. No, but you're good at it because you think outside the box and instead he tries to solve problems. Like he tries to think of ways to make things easier. Yeah. No, that's great. So, yeah, that's awesome. Did, and you'll obviously have a music studio at home as well. Yeah, right next to the salon. <laughs> what a creative environment. Yes. The house was like perfect for a salon. It was crazy. It yeah. has its own access like through a side gate into wow. this place that is like a big room with an aircon and everything in it and a sink. I'm like, that's, it's already that's ready. exactly yeah. what you need. And, I, and for you, you just need something reasonably soundproof. Yeah, that's right. With a, with a few walls. I think we need to mention how lucky we were, were with this house. We yeah. were very lucky. We so we were wanting a house and I've been so sick of renting for the last however long, yeah. 10 years of my life. I owned a house, but I didn't get to live in it because it was an investment house. But we, we'd been talking about it and obviously money was a problem and I got this promotion, which helped a lot. And then we kind of started really toying with the idea of buying a house. But it's impossible to buy a house but, yeah. in this market when everyone else is buying houses and they're yeah. putting in offers like Very 60 grand right over the market price. Yeah. Yeah. You just can't win. So I was whinging to literally every single person. I was like, oh, I just want a house and it's too hard because everyone is buying all of the houses and where, where, where. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> it paid off. <laughs> she did a public post. <laughs> I publicly complained on the local Facebook page that I really need a house and I can't bloody get one because everyone is buying them all. And then this lady was like, oh, we'll sell you my house off the market. Oh, that's awesome. And it was just, a, and but not only that, this, this lady and her family are amazing. Are just the... I don't know where they came from. They're not from this planet. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. Like, They're like guardian angels if you're religious. Like, yeah. just crazy. We've been, we got to go through the house. She gave us all this stuff from the house, asked us what we wanted, offered yeah. to help us roll the up. <laughs> but like, yeah, we, I, I can't explain how lucky. Yeah, but I mean, look, it doesn't always play out this way. And please, if you're listening, don't rely on this. <laughs> but if you are a good human and you just put out good stuff regularly, then, you know. It's all right if it comes back. Yeah, it, and, I didn't think that it'd ever come back. And now I feel like I don't deserve it because I'm like, no, it's fine. I don't deserve this. And everyone's like, you've been through hell many times. You deserve this. And yeah, and you've consistently just been nice about it. Yeah. Like it, the, being nice gets like a bad reputation these days because everyone's like, no, I want to be a badass. And you're like, yeah. But just constantly being like, oh, okay, that happened. Well, all right, let's let's try not to do that again, but yeah. move on. Like there is a lot of merit to that. You don't have to always fucking drive your car into the person who pulled out in front of yeah. you. Like yeah, you can find exactly. ways of you know dealing with it and being okay. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah congratulations to both of you for that. And I can't wait. Like it'll be a lot of fun 
um, yeah, I'll come down and let you do something completely weird to my hair. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I'm, I'm 30 now, so I've got a very boring yes. haircut. But I'm sick of it already. <laughs> yes, I tried growing it out over summer and it lasted until I think the third day in a row where because I changed jobs so regularly all yeah. day, I had to have a shower to reset my hair because it was Your like some way weird. Yep. I was like, I can't do this. It's <laughs> so thick. It grows up. Yeah. And then it goes like well, that's exactly insane. what happened. It, yeah. it, it was growing upwards and I was wearing a hat every day and I was so like, oh, hold it down. this is really unprofessional. I'm <laughs> just like, yeah. Nah, so that's pretty cool. And Josh, we've never collabed on anything. No, we like, haven't. I mean, probably because you're multi-instrumental and I can do one thing. <laughs> but, like, but no, we haven't. But you'll have your own studio, so we'll have to yes. come play around for 100%. sure. 100%. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That. All right, guys. Thank you so much. You, anything else to add there? Anyone you want to shout out, say thanks to? Like, obviously, these people who you bought the house off. Yeah. Um, anything you want to do? If, I don't know. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah, you definitely. I could, did I've got too many to list, really, but yeah. every muse I've ever worked with, I love you. Thank you for all the good times. Yeah, parents, family, Stacey's family. Yeah. Thanks to the bitch, the Tommy can be a hairdresser. Suck dick. <laughs> <laughs> cool, I love that. The classiest finish I've ever had. Thank you both so much for coming on. Um, thanks for just being wonderful people over the years while I've known you and sharing your stories with everybody who's listening. Thanks, Thanks Brady. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>